0: Praise God. Thank you for joining us on the Invisible World Broadcast. We are so happy to have you here. There's exciting things happening today, and we want you to be right along with us. We want you to be of the same mind and let us get in one accord. Father, we bless your holy name today. We ask that you give us your grace, your mercy, and God, your attention as we pay attention to you. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season now that's a good point folks uh meat when we talk about meat m-e-a-t we're talking about knowing and understanding what the will of god is for your life knowing the hope of your calling you know god once asked jesus once asked the disciples children children have you any meat uh he was asking them Do you know what the plan is for your life, what God has called you for? And that's what God's bringing you to in this hour. If you're listening to this recording, God is calling you and you are hearing him and you are waking up to the realities and to some things that may surprise you. And I'm sure they will. Um, God wants you to enjoy your life. You know, each day that we have here is a present present. We live in the present. God doesn't want you to look back or reach back. He, Paul said this one thing I do, reaching forth to those things that are before I pre- and forgetting those things that are behind, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So we want to attain that and we want to see you attain it so we can all be work together collectively as, as we should because we're one spirit and we want to, We have one Lord, there's one body. And so we're moving toward that direction in coming together today. So, um, you know, as I said before, God is calling us, gathering us together in this hour. And those that have made a covenant with him, one of the first most important things, because God is a spirit, and he wants you to worship him in spirit and in truth. It's important that you have the Holy Spirit. You know, in um, Acts 19 and 2, they ask a group of believers. Now, these are believers. They were very happy in the Lord. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said, we have not so much as heard that there's a Holy Ghost. They didn't even know about it. One of the things, when you get saved, you're born again. And how are you born again? You've repented of your sins and the major sin that we repent on, we collectively gather together and we acknowledge that we went, that we repent of the sin of the Garden of Eden. We repent of original sin. There's sin in our life. It's marked all of us, but with the exception of those that have repented. So if you've repented of original sin, then you've repented of your sins that you've committed from day one. We Came forth from the womb speaking lies, the Bible tells us. There's just been things that we've done that we haven't meant to do, that's not in our heart to do. But God, we are God's children, we are His offspring. And being His offspring, we are spiritual beings that God is developing. We are still in the development stages. So even as you've been in your mother's womb and you were developing in there, we are now in the spiritual womb. The Holy Spirit, we have been born again by the Holy Spirit, by water and of the Spirit. So through the washing of the water of the Word of God, we are cleansed of, of all the afterbirth and all the things that go on since then and all these things that we need to be cleansed of and uh, the contaminations of the world. And God is bringing us forth so that we can have a pure mind and a pure heart and come together as members of his pure, wonderful body. So we need to, these are things that you're probably saying, what in the world is she saying? Listen carefully. Take heed what you hear and take heed how ye hear. That's the word of God. God wants you to pay attention. If you don't pay anything else, pay attention. Because that's where we're at right now. Attention. And so what the what God wants you to know right now is He's saying to us in this hour, love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world, but all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Those things are not of God. They're of the world. They're of the flesh nature. And you've been brought forth out of that nature by being born again. So you have a whole brand new opportunity. You are a new creation in Christ. You are not like the world. You are not like the people of the world, the humans of the world, we are a whole new creation in Christ. As a born-again believer, you, God said, Behold, I make all things new. And when God says, Behold, he wants you to actually see it. He's saying, Look, look, and not only look, but hold it fast. Hold on to the things that I'm showing you and run with them. Take a moment and hold on to them and run with them. Because these are the things God is equipping you with. You are fully equipped as a born again believer. So as far as releasing the world, the Bible has come out from among them. That takes time to disentangle ourselves, to wake up, to to pay attention. But God gives us that time. That's his gift to us. And that gift is called the present. So if you're looking back, you can't drive a car looking forward and looking in the rearview mirror. It's impossible. You're gonna crash. And that's what's happened to so many of us. We've crashed our cars, we've crashed our vehicles, we've crashed ourselves, looking behind, trying to hold on to things that God doesn't want us to hold on to. So going forward from this day on, realize that today is your present. Today is the present, and that's why it's called the present, because it's God's gift to you. It's every single day that you open your eyes, it's a new day, and it's a gift. God makes all things new. And he wants you to look around and see. And when I say look around, I'm not talking about on the outside. You might wake up in the same bed, in the same house, the same walls. No, we're not talking about that. God wants you to open your eyes. Awake thou that sleepest, and Christ will give you life. Now what we need light, what we need to do is awake. We're waking up, and as anyone who's been in a long, deep sleep, that awakening, you're kind of groggy there, you kind of trying to get your surroundings and see where you're at. Well, that's exactly the place where God wants you to be, to start looking around you and see where you really are at. He wants you to recognize Him in creation. He wants you to look out your window. If you've got hearing and you can hear the birds and the bees, if you can see the sun or the clouds or whatever you're looking at, you need to be thankful. Be grateful. Praise God because that's what we were created for. That's one of the things we man was created, was to praise God, praise God. And that's why God created us. He created us to be fruitful, to multiply and replenish the earth. That's a constant multiplication. He created us to praise Him and worship Him, praise God. There's, there's, Those are the things He's created us to take care of His creation, to be caretakers of it. So God wants us to really wake up and start thinking about why we're here. Why are you here? God, what did you create me for? You know, David said, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Why do you even care, Lord? Why are you paying so much attention to us? Well, the main thing you need to know, God made us. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We don't have the And I'll call it audacity. We don't have the audacity to try to say, I don't want to be this or I don't want to be that. He is the potter and we are the clay. You can't tell God, oh, I was born a woman, but I want to be a man. Don't be ridiculous. That is demonic thinking. And God wants to deliver you from that. God made them in the beginning. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he them. And he's made them to come together and become one flesh for procreative purposes. So that they could keep multiplying and replenish the earth. So that's something for you to think about going forward. And that's something for you not to get caught up in the doctrines and the demonic uh, doctrines of demons. Those are doctrines of demons. Those are things that demons are spewing forth like vomit all over the world. And they're turning people away from their true nature. And we were already removed from the na- from our true nature. Because in the beginning, when we fell from heaven, when Adam and Eve sinned, then they sep- they were separated from the nature of God. That's what sin is. It's separated in nature. S-I-N. Separated in nature. They were separated from the nature of God. They had the nature of God. God said when he created him, them... Man was made a little lower than the angels and crowned, he crowned him with glory and honor. So that's who you were in the beginning. When you fell from heaven, when you acknowledged that sin, when you were disobedient, when we were disobedient from the beginning, man goeth forth from the womb, just going his way, doing his thing. When we were disobedient, then at that time we fell from grace. God cannot abide with sin, he cannot look on sin, sin is an abomination. God hates the sin but loves the sinner. So God, that's why he said, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So what is God doing now? He has made a way for us to escape the curse that has been on the world, because on the earth because of sin. So he's made a way for us to escape it through the blood of Jesus Christ. God sacrificed his own son. And, you know, only by blood. God only can, can do that through blood. That's where the atonement comes. Because blood is the life of the body. That's one thing you need to know. It's not your breath. Your breath comes from God. It's the Spirit of God breathing in you. But blood is the life of the body, the life flow of the body. And interestingly enough, blood doesn't flow from the tip of your head down. It flows from the tip of your feet upward. And it flows upward in your body. So these things are things that you are probably listening to. And hopefully you're going to really meditate and think about them and hear them. Hear them. Father, cause us to hear what is this. You know, there was a time where... Jesus said to, the, to, to his followers, he had more followers than just the 12 disciples. He had 70 people following him in addition to them, literally following him, being his disciples. But one day he told them that they needed to eat his flesh and drink his blood. And they couldn't hear it. They, they couldn't abide by it. They said, this is too hard for us to hear. We're not going to be able to do that. We cannot hear this. What, what do you mean? Eat your flesh and drink your blood. They had not gotten to the point. They were not awakened to the point where he was speaking to them, spiritually speaking. See, when we talk about in the beginning God created, God and everything was made by him. The earth, everything. There's nothing that was made that you see that was not made by God. And the things that were made were made by things that... Don't appear. They were made by the substance of faith. God's faith. God's faith in what he wanted to create. And so what he created was not just the earth. But he created the world, which is the concept, the spiritual being of the earth. Now that sounds like, what are you saying? We're saying that the earth and the world are two different entities. But yet they're the same. The world encompasses the, it's the, it's the figurative thing of the earth is it's the compass is the plan of the earth the earth itself is the natural outward appearance and God made everything the Bible says he has made everything beautiful in its time and there's nothing new under the sun you know that from Ecclesiastics there's no new thing under the sun what already has been what is now has already been done there's no new thing under the sun and we also know that God set a time and a limit on things. And give give things time to grow and to go. And that's what God wants us to do. Give him time to work. God wants us to give him time to work. What does that mean? His works are already finished. You have to wait for them to manifest in the spiritual realm. All these works are finished on the outside. But now you have to wait for the work that God's begun in you to manifest in you and in others. You know, God will complete the work that he has begun in you and will perform it unto the day of the coming of the Lord Jesus. So these are things that you need to know and grasp, that God's not finished with you, his work in you. Jesus said, you know, he said, I must work the works of him who sent me while it's day, for the night cometh when no man can work. And there is a night coming, and it's coming swiftly. We're already moving swiftly toward that, and that's why we need to move swiftly. We need to listen up, and we, when I say listen up, I mean up to heavenly things. And we need to open your eyes to see that God wants you to start living from the inside out. Well, how do I do that? By the guidance and direction of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says they that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So how am I led by the Spirit? First of all, saints, it takes a stillness. It takes a getting quiet in your garden with the Lord. What do you mean in my garden? God has set a garden in each of us. That garden is your soul. It's deep inside of you. The Bible says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, and he searches all the inward parts of the belly. Your soul is that deep down inner part. If you have received the Holy Spirit, you know then you will realize that's where he... That came gushing up out of that well of salvation, that out of your soul. You just felt something deep inside, way deep in the pit, uh, below your so deep inside of you. And it came rushing up and gushing forth. And you began to rejoice and speak in another language. That was the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me stop and say this for a moment. People say, well, I have the Holy Spirit. I got saved. That's good. The Spirit was with you during that regeneration process. That regeneration process is when you became born again by the washing. The Holy Spirit regenerated you by the Word of God and by the Spirit of God. You were born again of water and of the Spirit. That was your second birth. Remember in the beginning when God birthed things in the world and the earth that the Spirit moved upon the face of the waters. And when it says moved, it means brooded. That word means brood, the B-R-O-O-D, like chick, like a hen. A mother hen broods over her chicks. She sits there and warms them and she's trying to look and see and wait for them to break forth. She knows she's just waiting, sitting there. That was what the Holy Spirit was waiting. He was waiting for God's command, which God looked upon at the earth was void. It was without form. It didn't have a form. And God spoke it forth. He said, let there be light. When he spoke forth, he spoke forth his own living word. He spoke forth his word, which is Jesus Christ. When you look at the first chapter of Genesis, in the beginning was the word. You can look over in John and the word is revealed to you. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. But the light shineth in darkness... The light shineth in darkness, but the darkness comprehended it not. The darkness does not comprehend spiritual things. They they can't see them, neither can they know them. Because spiritual things can only be revealed through the Holy Spirit. That's the key. That's that realm that God has. That's a secret place in God. There is a place in God. It's a secret place. There's a secret place. And that's the realm of the Holy Spirit. And everybody cannot enter that realm unless... They have been approved, unless they are born again, unless they have repented of their sins, have been baptized, are born again. I know people that weren't baptized yet, but I'm advising you strongly to get baptized. You don't want to get to heaven and go in to the wedding supper and not have on a garment, a garment that you needed, and that garment would be baptism, because we that baptism is symbolic that we are buried with Him, that we we have taken on the Lord Jesus Christ. You know the Bible says, "Put ye on." the Lord Jesus Christ. And so baptism is very important. You say, well, uh, what about all the Israelites? They were baptized in the midst of the sea. I said mist, M-I-S-T. The sea foamed waters, from the sea stood up on both sides. The waters were congealed and they stood up and they were able to pass over on dry land. That was a miracle. That was their way of escape. And that's the Passover. And God has another Passover that we're gonna be revealing to you in these messages. So it's important that you keep listening because there's so much more that you need to know and prepare for. The Bible says, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. So that's what we're doing in this hour. We're preparing for our God. We're preparing for his coming. We know that he is coming soon, hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord, that you are coming soon. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Well. We're almost winding down now, but I do want you to know to meditate on these things, get to those scriptures, know that God is a spirit. That's the most important thing of all for you to know, and that we must worship him in spirit. If you say, well, I thought I had the Holy Spirit, you did the spirit of God. Once you're born again, he is with you, but he wants to be in you. And that's what the baptism of the Holy Ghost is as seen in Acts. Chapter 1, when they were all gathered together in the upper room, and they heard a sound like a rushing mighty wind, and all of a sudden, here it came, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is like a wind. It is the wind of change, complete change. The Holy Spirit, you know, the Bible says the Spirit listeth where it will, and who knows which what direction it's going, and I'm really paraphrasing it now. I don't like to. Again, I want you to make sure you're staying on the King James Version, not the New King James Version. That would be a grave mistake. I said grave. Cause it's deadly. So that's the sword that the giant, one of the one of the fifth giants that David went up against, literally withstood David and knocked him off of his horse and onto the ground. And his nephew actually had to intervene and save him from that giant individual who had cut a new sword he had been working on the new sword that is the weapon that the enemy is using in this hour to deceive and to bring down the church and to weaken their power and their strength against us he is wielding that new sword and god wants you to put on the full armor of god and stand up against him and having done all stand and use the gospel do not be bewitched by another gospel which is perverted and corrupt communication. It is not the word of God. The word of God is very pure. It was authorized by King James. Um, and we will get into that more. Why do you say that? Because it's true. You Once we study the scriptures, we'll understand God is a God of order. He doesn't do anything mishap or just throw it out there. He had a certain point in time where he was going to introduce the version, the pure version of, The Hebrew version would be probably the purest version, but the pure version of the word to his believers and those who would receive it. To as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. It's important that you receive the Lord today, you guys. For without faith, it's impossible to please him. For in order to come to him, you have to believe in him. God bless you, and we will see you on another segment. Of this and thank you for listening. Praise God. God bless your people in Jesus' name. Give them your peace.